remembering the other side that fought. I was thinking of how we remember the men that died during the World War. I'm referring to the men who fought on the side of the Allied forces and can't imagine how the Germans might feel about the commemorations. I have family who are part German and part Māori. They had members of their family that fought against the Allies, as well as those that fought with. The Great War may have happened a long time ago, but it still managed to affect them. Germany started the war and that's a fact. They also lost the war, both times. But with all the millions of wounded civilians and soldiers, and the millions more that died in prison camps, it's hard to reconcile so many losses with a war that was won at such a great cost. Still, it had to be done. I knew my paternal grandfather and many granduncles on both sides of the family, uncles and cousins, and friends that were in active service abroad. Many returned, but many also died in service to New Zealand and are buried over there. I have not been to an ANZAC service for a couple of years, but others in the family have never missed one. I grew up reading war books and comics that an uncle collected. I really liked them and had no problem identifying the Hun as the enemy or the Japanese. My nana used to say, I don't care who you marry, darling, as long as it is not a nip or a kraut. It's what my granduncles used to say, and the war comics, and movies, and books too. It is not politically correct to say that now, and Nana had to bite her tongue, as did my granduncles, when members of the family brought home and married Japanese and German partners. It's funny what a difference a few decades can make. They are actually a lot nicer than some of our blood relations. I asked one how it was for him when his father fought in the war. He said something about how he did what he did for his country, and then afterwards he did other things for himself and his family. I do not know what his father did for Germany. He was a soldier and followed orders. I cannot speculate on what that might have been, but I do know one thing. He raised a kind and gracious son who showed little sign of 
having even an ounce of the Aryan prejudice that the little dictator with the moustache had pushed. I remember a conversation with the grandchild of a man that fought in the German army. She had not known the history of World War I or II. The school she went to in Germany did not teach it. It may have been because she did not study the subjects that dealt with it and only learnt of it when she came here. The history about Nazi Germany came as a complete shock to her and when she called the class out about it, it erupted into a huge row. They saw her as Nazi Germany's representative. It was both unfair and unkind. She was born here and is a New Zealander by birth, though she looks German. She left school feeling angry and hurt for herself and her other country. I explained to her that it was all true. The class was not lying and the history books were factual. Apparently Germany did not make the history of that time available to the younger generation might have been because they felt the deep shame for what the country had done. It was a horrible way for her to learn about that side of her heritage. But she has her Māori heritage too, and has no reason to bear the weight of guilt or shame for what happened many years before she was born. It is a part of Germany's history. There is no getting away from that. And it revealed a dark side of human nature that needed to be exposed and dealt with. And it was done. One hopes that the past can be set aside. I do not believe that it should be buried, lest we forget. But perhaps we could let the living live as equally well as we remember the dead.